This is episode 15, Marketing Your Therapeutic Massage and Spa Business with Gail Wood. Hello and welcome to the Make Money with Massage podcast, where we show you strategies to successfully market and promote your massage business. I'm your host, Tim Cooper, and it's a pleasure to have you with me today. Okay, so it should come as no surprise that all businesses aren't created equally. And what may work for one business may not work for another. For example, I'm in the medical and clinical area of massage. So spa and therapeutic style of advertising doesn't really reach or resonate with my ideal client. So when we're looking at our marketing message and our and the way that we are talking to our prospective client, obviously that's going to change to be in line with the services that we're offering. And so today I'm bringing on somebody who's had an immense amount of experience in the therapeutic relaxation spa industry. And she is a board qualified CEU training provider. And just she has just got a wealth of knowledge. She's been around for a long time. So please stay to the end, take notes, and let's get your therapeutic and spa business really pumping. Now, if you're looking for tools and resources, courses, things to help you get your massage business off the ground, then you've got to pop across to makemoneywithmassage.com. There you will find links to my Massage Marketing Mastery course, free reports, and also those beautifully designed professional intake forms. So pop across now, go and visit makemoneywithmassage.com. That's makemoneywithmassage.com. Okay, now look, we want to be answering the questions that you have because said, look, marketing can be quite a scary concept to people. And I often say, don't think of, don't think of it as marketing. Think of it as communication strategy, strategic business communication. That's what it is. How to talk and get your message across to your ideal client and even how to talk to your existing clients to have them coming back. So it's a way that you're communicating and there are shifts in your mindset and the way that you look at and approach your business that can make a huge difference in how busy you are. So if you've got any questions at all in relation to growing or building your massage business, email me at tim at makemoneywithmassage.com. That's tim at makemoneywithmassage.com and we'll get your question answered. Now, if you believe you've got something to share with the audience, if you've got some really juicy tips and tricks about how to market and grow a massage business, we'd love to talk to you. So email me at tim at makemoneywithmassage.com and we'll get you on for an interview. Now, as always, the show notes for this show can be found at makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash 015. That's makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash 015. And there you will find a summary of the interview along with all the links to the resources that we mention throughout our chat. But now, with no further ado, let's cross over to the interview. Today's guest has over 20 years of experience in the massage and spa industry, including day spas, resorts, and office settings. Only a therapeutic massage office, full day spa, and currently an out-call practice. She has amassed an immeasurable amount of knowledge and expertise in the art of growing and maintaining a thriving massage and spa business. She now concentrates her energy into educating and training massage and spa therapists in the areas of marketing, business startup, customer service, and spa services. As with great pleasure, I welcome Gail Wood to the show. Welcome, Gail. Hey, Tim. Thank you so much. Gail, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today, and, and I'm really, really excited to talk to you 
because as we know, there's so many different styles of, of massage out there and to have somebody to come in with expertise in an area that I have very little expertise in is going to sort of really round it out for the audience because, you know, as people know, my background is more like in the medical clinical yeah. setting, which is a totally different setup when it comes to building your, your business as in the therapeutic and spa. So it's going to be absolutely amazing speaking with you today. Well, good. Let's Sounds good to so me. Let's, <laughs> let's get into it. So, But before we dive into how we can market and grow our business, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I went to massage school when I was 19 years old. And um, when I moved home, I, I had the idea that I would just print up some business cards and start working, and that's not the way it went at all. <laughs> so I had to really start learning about marketing right off. And I worked at a bed and breakfast for a year or two, which was great because the, the owner was a great marketer, so I learned a lot from her. Then I started working at day spas, which I absolutely loved, and I got my esthetician license in addition to my massage license. And then I had the opportunity to open my own spa. And that's when it really hit me that I had to learn marketing. So I, I just had a crash course in marketing, tried every, I started learning about it. I absolutely loved it. If I hadn't gone to massage school first, I probably would have gone into marketing because I think it's so fun. And I just tried tons of different stuff. Whatever I could get my hands on, different ideas, and just figured out what worked and what didn't work. Mm, absolutely, so I'm, I'm with you there. I, I grew my day spa. We had we started with three rooms, and we ended up expanding into six rooms, and it was it was a great experience. Cha- challenging <laughs> and fun. <laughs> absolutely, as is. Uh, <laughs> As is, as is most business, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm really finding I'm, I'm really enjoying the marketing side. It's, uh, it's a very, very broad and uh, challenging thing in itself. I, I suppose I like a challenge. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so before we get into, because today obviously we are talking marketing, and uh, once again, that's a very challenging and broad area in and of itself. So before we get into talking about what works, let's spend a little bit of time and, and look at what the majority of massage therapists are doing wrong when it comes to their marketing. Okay. The main things that I see people doing wrong is they're not doing enough, pretty much inconsistency. Once, mm-hmm. once you decide you need to market your business, you just have to keep going. You know, you can't do one Facebook ad and then say Facebook ads don't work. Mm, you know, you've mm. got to stick with things for, I would give any, any marketing activity that you're doing a couple of months before you're going to say that didn't work. Because mm. the return mm. on investment with a lot of marketing activities is a little ways down the road. You might meet people sure. at a networking event and they might not call you for a few months. That doesn't mean networking events don't work. So... Really just, just getting the consistency out there and doing a variety of different marketing activities, not putting all your eggs in one basket, but, and then and doing some tracking so when something is working, you can carry on with it. 
And then over time, as things aren't working, you can drop those and do more of what's working. That's, an, that, that's, that's a big one is actually yeah, tracking. Because if you're not, as you're saying, if you're not sort of tracking and looking at your results, you have no idea then how to work your budget and, and, and how to shut down what isn't working, then how to scale up yeah. and invest in, in, in and follow through and then make your uh, iterations and, and, and your, your split tests and mm-hmm. all those different bits and pieces. So I suppose one of the biggest things that uh, a lot of massage therapists, because as we know, there's some, some brilliant healers out there and it's fair enough to say that you know, to be a great massage therapist, you don't have to be a great marketer, but I think to be a busy massage therapist and actually put, be putting food on the table and, uh, and, and, and paying your rent and having some sort of lifestyle, you have to be able to get you know, you know your clients in. You have to be able to get your message out to your prospective clients. And I suppose one of the things where a lot of therapists have problems is, is where to promote and when to promote. So let's, let's, let's look at, firstly, what should a massage therapist consider when preparing their marketing? I'm a huge fan of printed marketing materials, for one thing, a good website, and then your online social media presence. Mm-hmm. and actually being active in your community. To me, those are like the four areas that everybody should do some of each in those, in those four areas. Okay, so let's, so let's, let's sort of walk, walk through each of those four areas. So printed materials. So what are we looking at there out, outside of obviously business cards? Oh, I think a brochure or a rat card. Flyers, if you don't have enough money for a rat card, start with some flyers. But just things that you can put in your area. And the reason I like printed marketing materials so much is to find your website, somebody has to actually think, oh, I need a massage. I'm going to go look for a massage therapist. But if you have a stack of flyers or brochures in a coffee shop, you might give them the idea of getting a massage. So Mm. to me, it reaches a, a whole different group of people, people who don't know they need a massage yet until they see your marketing materials. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And I think sometimes this, this is one area where, where massage therapists can really expand their reach is going to where their prospective clients are. So if they work predominantly, say, with, with mums with young children, go and stick some marketing material around childcare and, and, and kindergartens. Now put it out in front of where, where your prospects hang out and sort yeah. of think think outside Think outside the box. You know, start start thinking about, um, you know, like if you if you want to work with, like if if you're into into weightlifting, obviously go and and, and talk to some gyms and put some stuff around mm-hmm. gyms. So, so get out and about. I suppose this is all part of being. You know, this just brings in point four with community as well. Is understand, but understanding your market, and just just doing a bit of research. Where is your ideal client going? What services do they use? Yes. And, and and get your information in front of them there. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's look at let's look at websites. So I know a lot of a lot of massage therapists would, would sort of, that's that's where they sort of lose their bundle and go. I'm not I'm not techie. I have no idea about about that. I I, I don't have three thousand dollars to invest in a in a website designer. I wouldn't know what to put on a website. So what is the minimum amount of information and and, and how would a, a non tech massage therapist go about setting up a website? Oh, there's, there's a lot of great options. I'm a fan of Weebly. 
I know a lot of people use um, Wicks. So there are some very pretty simple website builders out there. So you don't need to know coding or WordPress or anything like that to get started. And then I know over here, some of our professional organizations actually give you website templates and you just fill in your information. So to me, you could even just start with one page as long as it has, you know, your location, what kind of services you offer, why somebody would want to come see you, and your contact information. You know, mm. what, I, what I always say is with printed materials, with a website, with anything, start with what you can do and get it out there. If you are waiting until your stuff is perfect, you'll, you'll probably never really get started. So. Exactly. Done is better than perfect, hey? Yes. <laughs> I had three, I think I had three websites for my spa. We kept upgrading and improving. And now with my online business, I'm on my fourth website. Mm. You know, you just start mm. somewhere and just keep going. So. Well, see, like my, like my background is actually tech anyway. So I, I was actually a, a, a software design architect, like a, into software design and development. So. Mm-hmm. The internet doesn't doesn't worry me, and I've, I've actually I don't know how many websites I've got at the moment because I've got multiple business interests. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, but but there is a I think people do worry about content, but you do have to have some sort of web presence because the first thing that most people are going to do when they when they hear about you, if somebody recommends you or refers you, is they are going to go and, and jump on the Google and just find out where you're at and what you do and Yes, and yeah, I always that, do that. If I have somebody's business card or brochure, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to go check out their website. And mm. if they don't have one, I just automatically at this point think, oh, unprofessional. Mm. Mm. Exactly. What, what are they trying to hide or something? Yeah. So, And you know what? There are tons of different ways to get a website up, so get creative. If you have a teenager, they can make you a website. Maybe, you know, a friend of a friend will trade massages and, and make you a simple website. So you just sometimes have to get a little creative. But once you set your mind to doing something, then you just have to figure out the steps. Mm. It'll fall into place. So I've got my, my website at the moment is, is, is just very, very basic. Mm-hmm. It's got a, a front page, a, an About Us page, and a contact page. And there is a blog. I have, yeah. actually have started a, a, a blog but I've only, to be honest with you, I only started that in the last two or three weeks, and I have problems with uh, with time. And but uh, and I but the, the, the articles I write, they they sort of go out to like the, the fifteen hundred to two thousand words, so it's like they're they're longer posts. So they, yeah. I'm probably I'm probably only sort of trying to post out like once a once a once a week. And I think if people say, well, what 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 should I write about? Well, answer the questions that you. That, you're always being asked by your clients. Like your clients are your are your best source for ideas when it comes to content. And if you and if you put that content up into a into a blog into frequently asked questions, mm-hmm. then you you know you people can sort of get those questions answered, and, and you're not being not sort of wasting time answering all those you know, saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. You can actually refer people to an article saying, "Well, look, if you want to know more about this, go check this one out." Yes. Okay. Let's look at um, social social media. How do how, how do we use social, social media, media effectively? 
You know, to me, social media is just, it's a great way to kind of build that no like and trust factor with people. People like to do business with somebody that they feel comfortable with. And so one mistake that I see massage therapists making with social media is, of course, you don't want to be unprofessional, but it's a place where you can be yourself and have a little bit of fun. Mm. You know, so you don't have to always be posting serious articles about the health benefits of massage. You can post frequently and you can just have some fun with it. Mm. And then I recommend probably, you know, of course, Facebook and then probably LinkedIn. Some of some of being on social media will help you in the search engines. It'll help your website get found. And then some of it's more to interact with with clients. But wherever you like to be and hang out is the best social media to do. Hmm. I think the other thing too is, <clears throat> in fact, like in one in, in one one hand we say in business that you've got to stand out and be noticed. But when it comes to to social. You should really blend in and just look like you're like you're part of the the framework so what what I mean there is that your posts just shouldn't sort of just jump out and go buy me or sale or promotion everything else they should they should blend in with the with the tone of all the other posts on the news feed and right. what we should look what we should look at there is that when people come to Facebook. They're not looking for a massage. Like, like, like if, I, if I'm looking for a service, I'm not going to jump on Facebook and start searching for a plumber or a, or a massage therapist or any, anything else. I'm going to go to Google to search for that. So you've got to look at people's mindset and, and the fact that when you're putting your promotions up and everything else, you're actually interrupting their browsing. They're, no, they're, they're getting on to check out what their friends are doing. So yeah. as you're so saying. You have to, and, yeah. Think about why people are on social media, to relax, to have fun to interact with their friends and family. So you want to be a part of that for sure. Hmm. And as you're saying, show more of yourself, show your personality, let people get to know you. Mm-hmm. And then I've always sort of been taught that, that social isn't where you do the business anyway. Social is where you, you meet and greet and then you take them off social over to your website to do the business. So... Okay, and let's look now at, because this is probably something that a lot of therapists don't do, is community stuff. So uh, how, how, what are some ways, like I know myself, I, I, I work, do work in a local football club. So, mm-hmm. no, that's, that, that's, that's me out and about in the, uh, in the community. People know me, they know who I am. Even if they've never met me, they know, they know, they know Tim and he's the guy who works with the footballers. So how can people get out there into the community to, to build their business? Well, there's all kinds of ways. Of course you can join a networking group. So over here, we like most towns have a chamber of commerce or some kind of business networking group. So that's a good place to start and then see what opportunities come up. So some things that I've done, I worked a lot with the school systems because teachers were my one of my ideal clients. So I would do Teacher Appreciation Week stuff. I would always donate to different auctions and things that were going on around town. I would show up at business expos. And just any opportunity that you have, you can sponsor sports teams. 
So you just really want to get out there and look for opportunities. And so you kind of just want to start from where you are. Like if you have children in the local school, that's a great place to start. Maybe you can donate to um, a fundraiser or show up. I know when my son was in, when he was two and he was in day daycare, I gave all the daycare teachers chair massage for Christmas one year. And now he's eight, and I'm still going up there to do chair massage. They love it. So just getting out there, meeting as many people as you can. It doesn't always have to be massage-related. But anytime you're volunteering or helping people, you're, you're getting your name out there. And people, want, again, want to do business with people that they know and that they like. Exactly. It, it, like, it, it just shouldn't be about business all the time, and I think – if you become that one-dimensional, then you're not going to relate to people because if you're just, you know, Fred the massage therapist and then all you ever talk to about people is massage and specials and promos, yeah, then people are going to think you're a bit weird and, and, and uh, stay away from you. So you, you, you know, you've got to get out there, interact, be yourself, let people get to know you as a person, know what your interests are and, mm-hmm. and let people get to know you outside of your business. Yeah. So, <clears throat> one thing I do get a lot of questions about, like, like through like through my audience, and and I've even done polls in in LinkedIn groups and everything else, is Facebook marketing, and I find this is this is one area where a lot of massage therapists really want to get out there and and start marketing their business on Facebook, but a lot of them don't have any great success with it, and they and they blow a lot of money mm-hmm. with no, and they don't get anybody sort of through the door, so. What have you found to be the best approaches when it comes to marketing on Facebook? You know, a lot of the people in my groups have had have had good luck with targeting their audience and then and doing some kind of um, promotion to get them in the door. So I and I think that you really have to understand the targeting on Facebook. So whatever whoever your demographic is <clears throat> okay so <clears throat> i suppose face facebook now they've uh, they've even sort of in, in, in made it even easier to, to laser focus for your audience because you can sort of set up like a uh, a very broad audience like you could say people who who like sport and then you could say right. and then and then narrow audience. So, so then in another, so in another box, and you can say, who are also interested in massage. So, so now instead of your, so now instead of all your ads going out to everybody who likes sport, now you're targeting just people who are into sport who also have displayed interest in in in, uh, in massage. Yes, and you you want to be very careful too to target. You know, think about how far people are actually going to drive to get a massage. Mm. Because you want to target a real, I think, a pretty small local area. And then one thing I like to do is, like you were saying, target pages that people like. Mm. Mm. And you want to build up a pretty good size audience before you run an ad. So, I mean, here I could target people that like Massage Envy. And so those are people that are probably already getting a massage. But in 
what I would really recommend with it, because I've seen some people who were like, I get all my business from Facebook and some people that, that don't have success with it. And the only thing I can think is it's just different areas, different demographics. So I would start with about $5 per ad, run it, you know, then really look at it. You know, how many, did you get comments? Did you get shares? What happened with it? And then try to tweak it and run another $5 ad. Hmm. So I, I like starting very small. It makes a lot of sense, especially when, and then that way you can control your budget. And I just found out, I just ran a couple of ads recently where you can sort of do this, promote your local business. And what they do there is they don't actually charge you per, I don't know how they charge, but they, they actually charge you per thousand impressions. So I think it, it depends on how how popular, like like how much interaction your your, your post is mm-hmm. getting, uh, will depend on how much they charge you per thousand impressions. So that's that that's a way. But I think um, coming back to that, that that targeting and the going into targeting other professionals and other and other businesses like businesses is such a such a, a good tip when it comes to mm-hmm. when it comes to that I think the other thing that you should do too if, if you if you have really have a problem getting your your Facebook ads happening or, or you, you don't quite know how to approach it just go into the top bar of Facebook and do a search and, and, and search for for massage and that sort of stuff and just see what what your competition how they're posting and you've and you and you'll soon know whether uh, whether a, 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 an ad is being successful or not based on the the interaction it's got, like how many likes, shares, comments. Like if there's if there's a if there's a, a, a massage business marketing something, and they've got heaps of likes, heaps of shares, and heaps of comments on that ad, then there's a fair chance that that has actually uh, hit the nerve, and, and and they've got the message across to the audience. So then you've got something to model on, not to copy, but just get, get an idea of how to get your ad happening. Yeah, and it might not be it might not be your targeting, it might be what you said in your ad. There's so many different variables. I think another thing that people do too is they don't um let me think of how to, how I want to say this. Like to me, if if I ran an ad and I spent $100 and I got one good weekly client, well, one good weekly client in my area is going to bring in about $3,500 a year. Hmm. So I would, that's a success, right? If you're looking at the numbers, but if you say, well, I spent $100 and I only got one client. Well, yeah, if, if you got one one-time client, it wasn't really a success. But if that $100 ad brought three people in the door and one of them stayed to be a weekly client, I would consider that very much to be a success. So I think that there's kind of a expectation of how much we have to spend to build up our clientele. Mm. Mm. Exactly, and that's and that's been my experience too. That while and like really, at the end of the day, how many people can you actually treat in a week? So if you if if your ad does bring in one, two, three, or or four clients, and out of those three or four clients, you you convert one or two into a weekly or monthly or into some sort of regular mm-hmm. client and and you spent you no know, hundred bucks, you 
that is very much a success. So it's more looking at the profit over time, not the profit from that one ad. Mm. Mm. So it's your overall... And it goes back to what you said earlier on. You know, so it goes back to what you said earlier on as saying that you just can't run one ad or just do something and then wait a day to say, no, that didn't work and, and move on to the next market thing and try that for a day or two and, and find that doesn't work. Like you've got to actually build your strategy, mm-hmm. put your, you know, put your marketing plan into place and, and stick with it. But, but, but just work within a realistic budget. Like just start, as you're saying, just start with $5. And if that ad doesn't sort of kick, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously, run 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 variations of the ad. Use different pictures, like like pictures, like like, like the images you use are so so important because people are going to look at probably the image first before they read anyway. So if the image doesn't get their attention, there's a, there's a chance they're not going to they're not going to read your ad. So so try different images and and try different wording. Mm-hmm. Tweak your targeting, and just give these things a chance. Yeah, and I think what you say in your ads is is very important. You know, saying, you know, I do therapeutic massage, I do this, or we do that. How about saying, um, do you have back pain? Mm. Or so really working on figuring out what is a good ad, an ad that's going to make somebody say, oh, yeah, yes, I have back pain. Because if I say, I do therapeutic massage, you should come see me. They're going to be like, why? You know, so you want to mm-hmm. start with the how you help people. Basically, you want everything to be about who you help and how you help them, what problems you help people with, so they can say, "Oh, she helps people with headaches." That's who I need to go see. Exactly. This is. This is I think this is like this. This. This could be a topic for a whole interview. When I saying like this is what I, I what I sort of teach in my courses because my course is like like more sort of fundamental marketing principles mm-hmm. and. And that's and that's exactly it. Like, like as therapists, we assume that people know what we do. And you know, if somebody walking down the street seeing an A board going massage, well, there's people who, who may have some sort of idea what you do, but there's going to be a whole people bunch of people who've never had a massage before because they've had the wrong perception of what massage right. is. And so you're not so not talking. So yeah, you've got to. Like saying, like when somebody asks you what you do, you don't say I'm a massage therapist. You say I help people with this. Like my like my business card. The only thing on my my business card says I'm a I'm a clinical massage specialist. But but my tagline is that we're in the business of managing your pain and injury naturally. Yeah. So you know you, you've got to that's it. You've you've got to look at what their issue is. Why would they come and see you? Not because of what mm-hmm. you do. And not to discount <clears throat> relaxation either because, you know, but saying I help stressed out people, you know, I help stressed out people mm. relax. Mm. So I think, yeah. I think too, you know, no, you to, to really stress the benefits of relaxing on people's overall health is, is a great idea as well. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. I, I think there's, you know, there's that many uh, stress and just not taking time out to look after yourself and everything else is probably one of the, you know, the biggest causes for relationship breakdowns, uh, nervous breakdowns, like but failed businesses and everything else. So yeah. cannot emphasize you know, the importance of, of stress management and, of course, relaxation massage or therapeutic massage 
is a major player in that. But but getting that across, like like if somebody said to me, when I go have a relaxation massage, I'd, I'd, I'd slap them around the head because okay, well, what's that? But if, if somebody said, look, Tim, no, you know you're burning out. You know you're, you're so stressed. I reckon you should go and see this person, and they can yeah. help you. That's 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 the way. Okay, so what have you personally found? Like saying, like like your specialty is in the therapeutic, relaxation spa industry. So overall, what have you found to be the best approach to marketing? Overall, is definitely just the four things that we just talked about, but especially in in my area where I am, it was the printed marketing materials and and getting out and being part of the community that really worked the best and that brought people to my website and then in in the door and that with coupled with the the consistency and i always showed up for work whether i had clients or not you know i was there at 8 30 in the morning and i stayed till four or five in the afternoon and more often than not, I would That's get booked. Yes, showing up, answering your phone, being consistent in all of your business. That's a big thing. I, I, that's, that's so huge in itself is showing up because I know so many therapists who, if they don't have bookings or if they've only got bookings in the afternoon, they don't go in until the mm-hmm. afternoon and um, they're missing out on so much work because there's, there's walk-ins, there's phones, there's, you know, and if you're there, as you're saying, odds on, you're going to get booked. And yeah, been, you might get a walk-in. You, you'll be, to me, you might get a walk-in. You're more likely to pick up the phone if you're at home. You might be, I don't know, distracted or, oh, I'll call them back. And if you're there anyway, you might as well be marketing. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Get on, get, get on the phone, chasing up those, those clients you haven't mm-hmm. seen for a while. Okay, so is there anything that we is there anything that we haven't covered? Something that is very important that you feel in this whole sort of marketing puzzle that we haven't spoken about? Well, I I do help therapists with this, um, with some of my different programs, and because I know a lot of people, they either don't know what to say, or they're pressed for time for creating marketing materials. So since I that's something I love doing. I have a content club where each month I provide an entire package of marketing materials. It's quote images for social media, blog posts written for you, articles that I go find out that you could share with your clients, and even ideas for your advertising copy. So, Mm. So that's just one thing that I offer on my website. And... I know that we probably do you have a Facebook group? I've got a um <clears throat> I've got a Facebook page. I've got I don't have a I don't have a a, a massage marketing Facebook group specifically. Mm-hmm. But I do I have, have a, a page. I have a free group called Marketing and Mindset for Massage Therapists. So any massage therapists are welcome to come join that because I think another key piece to the puzzle is to stay consistent, you really have to stay positive and keep yourself going through those slow times 
and times when you think that things aren't working. So you really do have to get up every morning and kind of motivate yourself. So I'm, I'm very much into kind of just helping and cheerleading people on and helping with brainstorming ideas. So whatever groups and community that you're in, you know, share ideas. That's, that's fantastic and saying, and, and for those interested, because this comes back to right, 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 almost at the top of the show when we're talking about content and, 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 your, and your website and people not knowing what to put on their website, and now we've got this, this content club. And if you want to know more about the content club, you can go to makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash content club, and you can learn all about that. And we'll put that, that link into the show notes as well. And also, you know, if you don't know where to get started with marketing, there's Tim's out there with classes, and there's just tons of resources. I always tell people, you know, if you can't invest in a class, go on Amazon and get some Kindle books. You can always just start mm-hmm. learning. That's it. And, and there's podcasts like this. There's some, obviously, there's this podcast, but there's some other good uh, uh, massage specific mm-hmm. podcasts out there as well there's yeah there's there is information there there for you and yeah, and just and just stay positive and, and just the point is that you can make money with massage you can make a lot of money with massage and and, and this i think this is the other thing too when gail talks about mindset is you've got to get your mindset right and i think a lot of i, I get very frustrated with some therapists that have this 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 disconnect between being able to heal and being able to make money and they and, and they and they get all guilty about charging because they because they're healers and they've got this gift and that's wonderful and 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 as massage therapists we are healers yeah. and that's and, and that is our innate gift but you should also be rewarded and if you want to make an impact in the world then you've got to stay in business and you're going to help far more people if you actually stay in business and if you bring about that result people will throw money at you like if, if you can solve their no they can take away their stress solve their back mm-hmm. pain help them with their fibromyalgia all these different things if, if you can actually help them there they're actually going to be happy to pay you so don't get hung up about charging for exactly. what you they'll do pay you don't become a massage and they'll martyr. tell everybody about you too <laughs> correct so absolutely and it sounds like that's your best marketing, isn't it? No, your best marketing is providing the you know, providing the service, giving the benefit, and getting the result, and having people talk about you. That's the best marketing. Yeah, I think we could have a couple more chats. There's so, so many topics. <laughs> Absolutely, we'll, have, we'll 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 definitely have you back on, girl, because I said that, no, there there are so many aspects of this that we could dive deep into and just and just you know, really really uh, you know, share a lot of very useful information. Well, good. Sounds good to me. Okay, so look, thank you so much for having thank me. Thank you very, very much for your time. Oh, it's been absolutely. I said it's, it's been great talking to you. So, like, I have been following you on on Facebook and and, and watching everything you've been doing as well. And I, I am on your your list. So I get you. I get your regular emails. You do practice what you preach, which is also an important thing as well. It's important to to be listening to the people who are active in the industry and who are talking from experience, not who are talking. Just from a pure marketing perspective, who've who been yeah. able to t- take this marketing, uh, these marketing principles, and apply them to their actual mm-hmm. businesses. 
So once again, if you're interested in getting sunlight, if you if you're worried about content, if you don't know where to start, it's all laid out for you. You can go to makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash content club and check out Gail's product there. Okay, Gail, thank you very much. I know you're a busy person and uh, I do appreciate the time you spent today and I you know, look forward to having you back on the show to talk about other topics in regards to building a successful massage business. Okay, thank you so much. Have a great day. So there you have it. I told you it was going to be worthwhile to stick around to the end, and I hope you took lots of notes. And if you follow these very, very simple steps, get out in front of the people and and in those four areas that Gail discussed, you will start to build a very profitable massage business. Now, as mentioned, Gail is offering this fantastic package where she provides you with blog posts and social media images and articles and different ways to market your business. It's very affordable and it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of headaches out of that aspect of your business. So if you want to check it out, go to makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash content club. That's makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash content club. Now, if you found this interview useful, I'd really appreciate it if you pop across to iTunes and leave us an honest rating and review. Because you see, your ratings and reviews help to rank the show. And the more people who can find us, the more people we can help. And that's a good thing. Now, if you leave me a five-star review, send me an email at tim at makemoneywithmassage.com, letting me know that you've left me a five-star review and what country you're from, and I'll give you a shout-out on the show. And lastly, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. We live in a very busy world, and we're bombarded with information. It can get really, really overwhelming. And I'm hoping that this show is going to be giving you the clarity and the guidance to help you build the massage business of your dreams. You can make money with massage. You can make a lot of money with massage. You can have a very comfortable lifestyle while helping people. There is nothing greater. So I really, really hope that you are following this advice and building the massage business that you dream of. And until next time, take care. Take care.